Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm Crystal, I'm your host. And if you are listening to this in the future, you won't know that I just spent 10 minutes online talking to myself with no sound. But if you're going to join me live, I bet you're relieved because now you can hear me. <laughs> so how does it get better? I call this week's episode um, Create Cash Now Part 2 because as I looked at last week's episode, I realized I had a lot more to say about the topic. And what we're going to dive into today are the myths around creating cash that I've functioned from, that I see a lot of other people functioning from. Hi, Claire. Hi, Zeal, and thank you guys for being persistent and getting to me so I could actually record this with sound. Grateful. <laughs> cool. So let's talk about some of the myths around creating cash that you may or may not be functioning from that's making it, um, could be making it more challenging for you. Okay, and I took notes so I can be really succinct today. I'm excited. Okay, so myth number one with creating cash now is that cash will come if you never put boots on the ground. Now, this phrase boots on the ground, I think is very American, comes from the American military. Uh, it showed up in one of the movies I was watching this week, but it was also the phrase itself was stimulated by a friend of mine who I had a session with last week who was looking to create cash now. And we did the things, we did the things that I told you guys to do in last week's episode. So we made the list of a bunch of things that she could do to create cash now. Um, we looked at the low-hanging fruit and what came out of it was some abilities that she has that she was already using that she, if, if all she did was increase the volume of people she was doing it for, would create more cash. So we came to that. And, and what I wanna say is like, that is an essential part of the process. Like looking at it, getting present with it, understanding and getting what your choices could be. But the second part of that process is taking action on those things. And when you do that list, no matter how long it is, even if you only get to 12 things or not 100 or whatever, um, the, it won't matter what you take action on next, just that you take action. Because what happens when you create yourself into a situation where you don't have a lot of cash or you require cash for something is that you, you created yourself into that position by uh, various things. And, and some of it could be avoidance. Some of it could be neglect. Some of it could be just never putting money as a priority, right? You created yourself there in the way that you did, okay? So when you start to take action out of the ideas that you have, it generates an energy. So it almost doesn't matter what you take action on. But what I'll say is that when you do make a list like that, you'll what will it'll start to pop out to you kind of the most obvious, easy, I'm going to put easy in air quotes, thing you could take action on that would create something for you, okay? But at the end of the day, put your boots on the ground, take action on something. So this particular woman is awesome. She did some things. She put together a quickie website or she already had one and she updated it. She put together a Facebook post. She reached out to me and said, hey, I did this post. If you know anybody, let me know. I shared the post. And then I reached back out to her and said, listen, do one more thing. And that's message everybody in sight with, hey, this probably isn't for you. But if you know anybody that requires this kind of work, would you let me know? Everybody you know, message everybody. Because what really generates um, 
things showing up in your world is the support that's already available to you that comes through other people. Like the universe supports you through other people. So you've got to be willing to engage in the commerce of, hey, just so you know, like I've got this thing. And if you know anybody, would you would you tell them about it? And that allows people to support you, to help you, to, to contribute to you if they can. Nine times out of 10, the person you message that you ask for referrals or whatever is the person that actually requires your service. But it if you if you phrase it in the way of like, hey, could you just let anybody that you know know that I'm doing this? They aren't, they don't have to say no to you. They actually have to look into their world to see how they can support you. So that's step number, myth number one is that you don't have to put boots on the ground for cash to show up. You do, you gotta take action. But do it wrong, do it badly, just do it anyway. Like don't do it right, don't try to get it right, just choose and that will start to generate something, okay? Um, okay, cool. Myth number two, someone will come and rescue you. <laughs> okay, no one's coming to rescue you, you're the guy. Now, this is a really funny moment. I was facilitating foundation last week. Um, no, sorry, yesterday. And we were talking about creating financial awareness. And the moment that I had around this came back to me and I told the story and I'll tell it to you briefly. The myth is that someone will come and rescue you. And I did not know I was functioning from this for like four or five years after becoming a facilitator. I was totally doing this. And at the time I was single. I was living in Atlanta by myself in one bedroom apartment. I was handling all of that. I was making money. I was online. I was doing my show. And I think at the time I was online dating, so I was, but I was on these uh, very alternative dating websites like millionairematch.com and seeking arrangements. And I'm not slamming any of those, like stuff's available. But what was interesting to me was what I was looking for, what was actually there and what was showing up and none of it matched. And so I had to start kind of looking at that because when you're choosing something and it's really not working, that's the time to take a look at it and go, what am I, what am I trying to do here? And it hit me. I'm like, I'm looking for someone to rescue me. Period. Full stop. Like I'm looking for somebody that has all this money that just wants to like pay down my past expenditures, send me to access classes, fill my bank accounts and love me forever. I mean, essentially that's what I was looking for. And when I, when it finally came conscious, I just died. I, <laughs> but what was so funny about it was like all this, all this stuff in my life started clicking into place. Like I just, I was like, oh my God, I've been doing this for so long. Oh my God, my mom was doing this. Oh my God, I'm being my mom. It was this series of awarenesses that gave me so much freedom. And the simultaneous awareness right after that was like, am I willing to be the guy? And man, that took me a minute. And by a minute, I don't remember how long it took me because I, I had this resistance to being the guy for myself. Even though I'd been doing it, I was still functioning from, I only have to do this until. I only have to hustle until. So I was hustling until the rescue came. Turns out I was the knight in shining armor I was looking for that I never acknowledged. But once I got honest with myself and really realized that I was waiting for a rescue, I was able to then choose to be the guy. And literally from that moment, I took full responsibility for my financial future and changed everything. Like today I am living out the future that I chose right after I realized I was waiting for a rescue. And it's sweet 
and there's money in it and there's you know recurring money like i have money i'm generating money i'm continually having more money but that didn't come without realizing that i was waiting for somebody else to do what i was the source of so myth number two is that someone's going to come and rescue you you're the guy what's it going to take for you to be honest with yourself about what you're choosing with that and really look at what it would take for you to be the person that creates a different future for you. Okay, and back to my notes. Myth number three, it will just happen to you one day. <laughs> now, this sort of goes hand in hand with myth number two that someone will come and rescue you. It's, some, it's just gonna happen to you one day. If you just kind of keep hoping and keep running clearings and keep looking for that next free money class on access consciousness and just sort of have the books on your nightstand and let them collect dust, but they're there and you know they're there and keep listening to free money radio shows, one day it's just gonna happen to you. Uh-uh, that ain't how it works, honey. Shit shows up because you choose it. And that's it, it shows, but it shows up when you choose it. So it's like I, that can be really annoying and that can be really freeing all at the same time. So it ain't gonna happen to you. Nothing happens to you. You create everything. So for so if you've gotten yourself into a situation where you need cash now, then what can you choose to have cash now? And if you're in a situation where you require cash on a recurring basis, what can you choose to have cash on a recurring basis? It's that simple. So give yourself the gift of letting it be that simple. Now, if you need more on getting to that, go back to episode number one, because I talk a lot about what you might need to do for yourself in order to get to that point. But that's what you got to get. This is not going to happen to you. You are not going to magically whisk yourself into cash falling from the sky. You won't open your bank accounts one day and there might, there might be just mysterious money in there. Now, this is also a not I'm not talking about ask and receive. That is real. But ask has an innate choice in it to have money. And so you also, so for me, the more powerful thing is to look at, have I chosen it yet? Have I chosen it yet? And now what can I ask for and what can I choose to have it? And then you're working in tandem with the universe, delivering things to you. But the universe is not some happy-go-lucky Santa Claus that's going to like dump money on your head. The universe supports what you choose. And what, when you ask and you've chosen to have it, the universe can support that. So myth number three is it's not gonna just happen to you. You gotta choose, okay? Myth number four, figuring out why you got yourself here will fix it. I see this go on a lot. You know, I'll be facilitating, I, I'll have a session with somebody and they're like, but why did I do this? Why did I create this this way, you know? And the very first question out of my mouth is like, is that relevant? If you spend a lot of time figuring out why, the thing you're distracting yourself from is choice. It ain't relevant why you did this. You did it because you did it because you did it. And now what can you choose? That literally, you did it because you did it because you did it is the ultimate in understanding anything, by the way. So... You can apply that to your family, to you, to anybody. You did it because you did it. Now what? It's like, it, and when I need to ratchet up the intensity for myself, you know, and I'm doing drama <clears throat> with me, which I do very little of these days, but I've been known to do it. 
what I have to do with myself in that moment when I'm doing, but why? And I don't understand. And I've done it, man. I've spent weeks there before, just traumatized. The thing that always changed it was just going, well, whatever. Now, what can we choose? And that from there, I was able to create a flow of money. But from the three weeks of trauma and drama, nothing. So, you know, figuring out why is not going to generate more money. Choice will generate money. And if you require cash now, then you got to look at what's going to create cash now. And now I'm going to be a broken record because that's actually what's required. Um, there was a girl that I knew that was really, really excited and committed to going to a conscious horse, conscious rider class that was happening about five years ago, I think. And um, at the time she was working with me in my business and she was um, wanted to be a certified facilitator and wasn't yet. So she didn't have um, big income streams but she really wanted to go to this class. And this class probably cost with flight and hotel and classes. It was probably around total, probably eight to $10,000. And, but, and, and so it was just one of those things for her that she'd never created that much money before, but there was just no way she wasn't going. And she literally messaged everybody that she knew and told them that she was baking apple pies for the next, however long it took. <laughs> and it was going to be $20 a pie. And this is what she was doing it for. And how many did they want? And she literally got herself to that class by baking apple pies. And that's how direct a route from action, like choice to action she took and it worked. So, but what was interesting about that is she actually didn't make all the money from baking apple pies. She made a portion of it. But with that action she was taking and the energy she was being for herself, she got like a $3,500 bonus from her job and somebody else gave her money. And that's what occurs when you start to work on your behalf is, is the universe supports you. You just start to do the very first things that you see in front of you. And then the universe starts to conspire to support you through the people around you and money shows up. So myth of figuring it out, figuring out why you did it will make money show up is incorrect. Doesn't matter why you did it, just start to choose, okay? Myth number five, if you avoid it, it will get better. <laughs> now, I know this one is obnoxious and, and obvious, but I can't tell you how much I've done this in my life. If I just don't look at it, it doesn't exist. That is incorrect, it does exist, and it's only gonna get worse, <laughs> okay? so. I mean, I have these moments all the time with my fridge, you know, it's like if I just don't look in the back of the shelf at the thing that is clearly molding, it won't be there when I open the door the next time. That turns out never to be true. It's always there when I open it next time. And I'm the only one in the house that deals with things that are rotting. So, you know, it's like avoiding it does not make it go away. So if you're avoiding it, stop it. <laughs> Or don't, but just get the avoidance creates things into being worse and presence actually changes them. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, and myth number six is that changing it will be hard. Now, your point of view creates your reality, period. So if you have the point of view that changing this will be hard, then it will be hard. I guarantee it. If you recognize that you have the point of view that changing it will be hard and you use interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view on all your points of view around that, then you have the chance at a different possibility. Um, and on top of that, if you choose 
what's it going to take for this to be ease? Then you can have ease. Now, what I want to add on to that is that ease and easy are not the same thing. So creating yourself into a situation where you require cash now is probably going to take a little bit of doing, a little bit of choosing, a little more activity, a little more action than if you've spent the last three to five years, you know, creating financial thrival for yourself, right? If you are in a position where you need to create cash now, you've not yet chosen to create thrival. That's fine. So there's going to be a bit of hustle involved, right? Like what's it going to take? Little, some, some sort of hustle, some phone call to some relative, something's going to be required of you that might not be required if you had been generating thrival all this time. But it's not about making yourself wrong for not having done that. It's about just starting here going, okay, cool. <clears throat> the myth is that changing this is going to be hard. This can be ease. Now, what can I choose to have that? And ease and easy are different. So all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All the steps I need to take, all the choices I'm required to make, all the uncomfort I might have to put myself through in order to have what I'd like to have, all of that comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. You may need to commit to that mantra 100 times a day for the next eight years in order to get through the uncomfort of choosing beyond what you've chosen so far. Because money is a byproduct of creation. So if you don't have money, there's something you haven't been choosing to do or be. That's okay. Now's the time. Cool. So that means that you are very likely going to be choosing outside of what you're comfortable with. And everything that's available to you is outside of what you're comfortable with. And it can come to you with ease, joy, and glory if you choose. So interesting point of view. I have this point of view for every single point of view that comes up. All of life comes to me with these joy and glory. All of life comes to me with these joy and glory. All of life comes to me with these joy and glory. Hundred times a day, every single time you require it, and put your boots on the ground. Start taking action on the things that you know are the lowest hanging fruit to you, or the or your best guess at it, because those choices and the energy that your actions will generate for you will create something different in your life and for your body and for your and for you and for the people around you and it will give the universe the the sign to support you okay now what i'll say is that um i've had to do this a lot of times i've created myself into a lot of crazy ass choose or die situations so i have a lot of experience and i'm not advocating choose or die situations but i and but i get them and i know that you create them and I've created a lot of them. How does it get better than that? How does it get better than that? Literally, how does it get better than that? And if you have to take some weeks to feel really bad about it, do it. And what I'd really encourage you to do is skip the feeling bad about it and skip to the choosing because your choice changes everything. So what can you choose now? What can you choose that's different? What can you choose that's the nearest available thing that you can get to work on? and get your boots on the ground, okay? Little 20 minute shorty today because the first 10 minutes I was muted. <laughs> all right, I adore you guys. Watch for the program and share this with your friends if it was helping, if it helped you at all. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy 
to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.